You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Is webinar still the most effective client acquisition strategy or is there something else that you would either do in addition to that or do how, doing that differently? I'll go first. Yes, webinar is extremely effective. If I had anything, it would be a webinar. And the reason why is because you require investment from someone, right? You require their time to sit there. Now, it is not their responsibility to get interested in what you're saying. It's your responsibility to know what's going to get them interested in what you're saying, right? So that means curiosity is a big, big part. If I had anything, it would probably be a webinar. Now, you also have to look at the scale of it. I think under $100,000 a webinar is like so freaking easy. But we're at scale. We, have a, we push a lot of volume. We have three sales guys. We have a big team. We have to look at things way more strategically and how we can be way more efficient with our money and spend. There's a lot of things that we could bolt onto that. But in short, yes, a webinar is still extremely effective. You just have to know your market. It's such a powerful weapon. So powerful. But reviewing so many webinars for clients, their content sucks and they're boring, right? So obviously it's not going to work if it's that. Didn't you just finish your webinar? I've had it finished for a while. How long? Two months. Are you getting, it's not helping? No, it, it is. I got a client from it. So how, much, how much money did you spend on it last month? 800 And how much revenue did you do in your business? From the webinar, I got 5200 Wouldn't change anything. I would just spend more money. Okay. A lot's going to depend on your market. A lot's going to depend on the competition. And then obviously the level you want to go to. There's definitely things you can bolt on in regards to other marketing elements to help people in their decision-making process before they get on the phone with you. And having the essential things that we've taught you guys with the webinar and the follow-up sequence should be enough to get you over the hump. I feel like that's the next step for me is to go to webinar. So do you guys have any tips of like just getting creative with, because a lot of the webinars I've seen are the same, like slides, kind of boring, kind of monotone. Like, are there any tips for spicing it up or like doing something different? Well, you look at our original webinar and it looks janky. One of the reasons we did that aside from speed and getting to market is because everybody else had a pretty, they had pretty slides and we used clip art and we made fun of it. But I think it was real and people could appreciate it. And so you, I think as far as like a tactic is going opposite of what the market's doing. My question is, when do you know that you have to do your webinar over? Like assuming your ads are good, I haven't gotten any apps. I mean, I haven't gotten any clients from my webinar yet. So it, it concerns me a little bit. And then the other day I got an email with someone telling me that they didn't like my voice on my webinar. Like I sounded boring or whatever, or that I was having a bad day. But that's that's literally my voice. Like on Christmas morning, this is this is as excited as I get. And I listened to my webinar again to make sure. And that I sounded so excited. Like it it might as well have been my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just wondering, like, assuming everything goes like go, goes well with my ads and like they get better, how do I know if I have to do my webinar over? How much have you spent on it? Three thousand. 
How many apps have you gotten from it? Like five at the most. You probably need to redo it now. And it's not going to be your tone of voice that makes people not apply. It's going to be the stuff you're making people feel, which has not as much to do with presenting. It does a little bit. But you can be like monotone and say at the beginning, hey, by the way, some people email me and they're like, oh, you sound so monotone. And you're on this webinar because you suck. So listen to me and don't judge my voice. <laughs> if you're the type of person that judges the book by its freaking cover, there's a little X button you can click out of this webinar. You can call it out. And, yeah. You know, but the content probably is not heavy hitting enough. Obviously, you have to dig deep into the pain. That's like major. If you're not doing that, it's probably going to fail. Unless your market's so rabid and they're so hungry and there's no alternative, right? The other, the other thing, too, is like I wouldn't say that I'm naturally excitable either. I'm pretty like chill. Yeah. But on the webinar, like it goes up several notches. You know, I'm pretty like excited and like I turn up the volume. And so I'm trying to like hit both of those as far as like people feeling my energy, my excitement, my passion about this topic that I can help them. And so if you can dive in, you hit the pain really well, but also like turn up the volume on your energy and your excitement because they are going to feel what you're putting off. And if they don't feel like you're excited about what you're talking about, how in the world are they going to get excited about it? You know what I mean? If, you, if they don't feel that conviction and that confidence that you know what the hell you're doing, why would they apply? You know? So when it comes down to attention, right? If they have so many other things vying for their attention and you're not excited, it's like they're going to go look at something else. I feel like Correct me if you disagree with this, but you should know on ins at a thousand dollars whether you need to make a change, not three thousand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to know the numbers. Like really dive in and see like at what point is it breaking? You're getting leads, what are those leads at? Ten dollars, fifty dollars a lead, you know? And that's how we take it down to the studs and see what's going on. Yeah, because if you got ten leads and three apps, well the webinar is probably actually pretty good. Okay. But either the ads aren't speaking the right way or the landing page is awful. But if you got like, you know, 120 leads and two apps, that's definitely the content of the webinar presentation. Okay. Um, some of the things that's coming to mind for me is that I struggle with the monotone element too. And I have my partner does videography. So he would just like turn on the microphone and then I would go silent. <laughs> and then he would like turn on the camera and I was just like, I'm excited, guys. You've shown up. And I think in person, I come across a little bit more extroverted. So it's like clearly not like a personality thing. Thinking about it now, I think that you really have to believe in your content. And if you aren't passionate about it, you might not be hitting the pain point. You might be playing conservative, right? Because I think if all of us dive into the pain points of our avatar and then we're like, yeah, you might die when you're 45. That's like, that's a pain you should get really excited about. I hate how I see how people suffer. And that, I think, will come into your tone. For me, I think, like, the first try of my webinar, the content, in retrospect, was not good because I couldn't get as excited because I wasn't speaking more bluntly, I think. So maybe it's something about that. Great point. So we, uh, we just finished the webinar a week ago, and we're figuring out ads with uh, Glenn to get those up and running. So my question is, hearing you guys talk about it and in kind of 
talking amongst ourselves. I'm second guessing some of the decisions that we made in in putting the webinar together. Is now the right time to do that? Run or it. Should we run a thousand dollars and then it. come back to it? Okay. Run it. Okay. Yeah. You're probably going to second guess everything right before you run it. Okay. It's never going to stop. That's good to know. Yeah, because yeah, the first thing you have to work out anyways is your your leads. Mm-hmm. See if people even register. That's the first problem you have to solve. Gotcha. Right? So you don't want to put the, the cart before the horse. And so if our lead to, to app ratio is low, then we'll know that yeah. it's a good idea to revisit it. Yeah. It's either going to be your webinar or maybe your tech is broken, which many times ends up being the case. Gotcha. Like people don't actually go through their own webinar and click on the booking. <laughs> like my webinar is broken and like their calendar doesn't work or something. Can't tell you how many times this happened. Okay, so question for you. Since I'm committing that I'm going to have the webinar done by the end of this month. For me, right, my strength is live and emotion, and that's how it plays out. I don't, Belden and I talked about this, I don't think I'm fun, but I'm deep, and I get people emotionally. So a little bit about the slides, and the whole slides to me feels counterintuitive to my strength. So I'm wondering, how can I infuse video in the webinar in a way that benefits me and doesn't hurt me? And is there a risk to doing that, to doing video in it? Because I think that's where I shine and that's where people connect with me more. Have you ever read the book Mastery by Robert Greene? Mm-hmm. Have you ever read the book Mastery by George Leonard? Mm-hmm. Have you ever studied mastery in general? No. Okay. It always starts with following the rules. And then when you follow the rules and get good at the rules, then you can break the rules. So the problem with that is you're not yet a master, so you can't break the rules. So there is no way. You have to follow the proven path and apprentice under the process, and then you can break it. You know what I mean? Yep. Thank you. Yeah. You are really good live, though. And your content's amazing. So just follow the process and get it to work, and then you'll be golden. 